developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Disrespectfully episode one. Wow. Oh, oh my goodness. Data who's having a dry January. Yeah, Not don't today. Tell, don't tell anyone. Not today. You know what? If it's Vuv, it doesn't count. When people tell me that they're having a dry January, I'm just like, grow up. You know what? My... <laughs> <laughs> My January is you're what are you doing over there? What are you talking about? I'm an excellent champagne opener. You just you're like massacring this. First of all, keep your finger over the top of it. Do you want to do it? Yeah. You're making me nervous. No. I'm gonna do it just because six twists. What are you talking about? It's six twists. This is how I always do it. Watch. Ready? Yeah. You're gonna see. Mm. And it's not gonna come off and it's gonna be fine. Okay. I always take the cage off. Let me pour you a glass, sister. All right. But next time I'll let you open it. Also, should I do a holiday pour since I'm doing dry January? So I guess this is my cheat and I'm going to make it count. The holiday pour? Is that the same as the at-home pour? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, that's healthy. That's healthy, right? I like it. Okay. Picasso. Yeah, but I don't know where I learned that, but it's always six twists. Probably your days at Sir. Probably TikTok. <laughs> Let's face it. TikTok University taught me. All right. Everything. Cheers. Disrespectfully. Disrespectfully. Welcome to Disrespectfully with Katie Maloney and Dana Kathan. Unapologetically, we're here to do what we want to do. Spilling the tea. Babe, you're going to see the power of women like disrespectfully. I mean, we'll just keep sipping. Yeah, I can expose myself for doing dry January and drinking on one day. Once you going to stop. That's the thing is like, <laughs> maybe I should. No, dry. I want I want people I want I'd want people's takes on this. So with dry January, I think that it's more lenient. So like. If people get to the 15th and they drink something, they're like, well, I better throw the whole month away. But I'm like, you can still do mostly dry January. I just feel like you should just do things in moderation. Which is not one of my skill sets. So that's why I'm doing dry January. But your birthday is on the 16th. Right. So there's another day you're going to drink. And we have the Sir party on the 17th. And another day you're going to drink. Or Vanderpump party. And then Ariana's on Broadway at the end of the month. So another. So looks that's like, like four days. Looks like you're drinking this month. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. That sounds that that to me sounds like moderation. It just sounds like you're just not drinking just because. Right. I mean, those are important dates, every single one of them. So what am I going to do? Go to the Vanderpump Rules premiere party and be sober? That's crazy. Like big ups to people who don't drink and go to that because what? That would be a saw trap. You know, you want to do dry January where you have to go to a big event like that sober. That's a saw trap. Okay. well. I feel like we should give context for that before we get into disrespectfully. I just watched all 10 Saw movies in one week and I had never seen them before. And I started having nightmares about Saw, but then I started thinking about Saw quite a bit. And I'm going to start doing this new thing on the dating apps where instead of being like, hey, Bobby, how are you? Like, I see that you went to a paint and sip. Like, how was that? I'm just going to say, what would your Saw trap be? And it's more of a test of like who they are and how self-aware they are and like how creative or if they're easily afraid, which I don't want to deal with. So right. what would your saw trap be? Mine? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We, you just asked me this and I can't, I can't, probably, it might be because I, I definitely love drinking. So it would probably have to be going to certain big events where normally I'd be very socially awkward or uncomfortable and have to go to them completely bone dry sober. That would be awful <laughs> that would probably be that would probably be mine too and again i know they say like that's when you should be evaluating drinking but i'm like in my 30s i'm having fun we're just girls I, listen i've like, i've i periodically evaluate my drinking same and i feel like i have a pretty healthy relationship with it so i drink in moderation great for me and um love it. that for you that's it. but that would probably be mine too so i would say that party particularly <sighs> no so, so we've established i'm drinking a few days this month Anyway, welcome to Disrespectfully. Yeah, what are we no, doing here? No disrespect, but yeah. Uh-huh. But just, yeah. Anyways, welcome to Disrespectfully. So as promised, the long-awaited podcast, because about a year ago we left you off. We did a podcast on my own podcast. You're going to love me. Mm-hmm. Um, R.I.P. 
But we've been teasing this for so long that Dana and I were going to team up and give you something great. And here we are. So disrespectfully is essentially just being in your own truth 100% of the time and giving as less fucks as possible. <laughs> well, I would say we've been edging them for quite some time. Like Ooh, edging. we really. So when we left off on Katie's podcast, we really thought that things were going to get moving quicker, to be fair, like. We took a lot of time, but we I'm really glad that we did. And I know that you are, too, because we landed at the right place that mm -hmm. really believes in the concept and loves women. And we were like, OK, this is where we need to be. So we're sorry that we were basically dry humping for a while because I would like <laughs> subtly like drop hints on stories and be like, oh, my God, you guys, it's going to be out soon. And then it was like the narrator. It was not out soon. So yeah. we're so happy to be back. It's very much about being unapologetically you and not giving a shit and just having space in your life for where you are instead of trying to make it be something else that it isn't. And I'm so glad to be back. Yeah. And more specifically, what you can expect here. Um, obviously, I'm single as fuck. Dana's single as fuck. <laughs> have been for some time now. Mm -hmm. So we want to talk all about that, what that's been like, the good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, <laughs> very Lots raw. Ugly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> lots of ugly lots of raw some raw dogging just kidding oh. we're all about safe sex here don't worry terry don't listen <laughs> Go on. yeah i would say i've had i've had some some new wounds since we last spoke i've had some lessons mm -hmm. so a lot to expand on as women i think it's really great to embrace uh the single life and the single dumb and and whatever that looks like to you whether it's really seeking out love or just wanting to hook up and being unapologetic about it, because I think misogyny is still rampant, whether it's internalized or not. Mm -hmm. And we can be judged harshly for that. Mm -hmm. And so disrespectfully, we don't give a fuck. No, we don't. And also, if you want a long term partnership or like the classic traditional white picket fence, whatever, happy for you. Like this whatever is a space want. for everyone and everything. Yeah. I think that I've learned a lot recently. I've seen some friends go through some really gnarly shit. And I think when everyone has this idea like look at you know us in 98 spice girls are booming we're having a great time <laughs> we're like i'm gonna be married by the time i'm 22 one kid by 23 three kids by 28 like it was it, it we just missed the mark on it but some people still really went for that and i think that happily ever after does not always mean happily ever after you can obviously speak to that so like it's okay for it to end up transforming and being something different. But also like I've never been married and I'm really good with that. Like mm -hmm. a question I would ask you, which I would ask a lot of people to reflect on. Are you happy in your life right now? Definitely. I'm, I think I'm the happiest I've been. Of course. I mean, that's kind of speaking generally. Um, I have days where I'm not as happy, obviously, but I think I'm actively making decisions on a daily that, have happiness as my goal totally because that is the most important thing i you know we don't know how long we're going to be here i'm here for a good time for a possibly not a long time but i hope a so really good time um but no but it, it like i just think that why put myself through anything that isn't making me happy that doesn't feel good so that's kind of how i base my decisions well and i mean as you should and i think it was the great megan the stallion that said <laughs> bad bitches have bad days too Correct. Put it on my fucking tombstone. I love that. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just for me, I feel that way, too. Like, I really am the happiest I've ever been. And even in times when I thought I was happy and I look back and I was like, oh, you were such a sad girl, like always looking for this thing. And I also unapologetically claim like I'm ready for my person. I would like to find love. That would be great. Mm -hmm. I know that we've talked and I'm sure we'll get into it at some point in the podcast. I feel a little bit different about kids than I used to think that I felt. But mm -hmm. Just because of that, I used to make that my whole personality that unless I found that person, then somehow there was something wrong with me or defective where a lot of the reason that I'm single now is because I trim the fat. And I like many people, men and women could find relationships if they wanted to. And I know a lot of people that are in I should call them Glade because they're in plug in relationships. OK, we <laughs> don't want that. You don't want to be fucking Glade. OK, you want to be a Veluspa. You want to be a Diptyque. You want to be things of that nature. It's like there's just so much more to life than just looking for that relationship. And like, I think we'll see as we start talking more people and like, we do want to hear from you on the podcast. It's not, not all that glimmers is gold. Do you know what I want to be? I want to be what? one of my, my scent, a real aromator things, you know, with the sticks. No, you put the essential oils in and it kind of like vaporizes it into the mm. air because you know what? It lasts for a long time. Mm. It's not too much all at once. Mm. It lingers. It fills the whole room. Mm. 
Do you get the, the metaphor up here? Yes. Taking up space. Absolutely. No, it's nice. It I want to go too ma- fast, too quick. <laughs> That's what she said. Right? <laughs> I want to be the match that burns the house down. But then also when I have a new house, I want to be that. <laughs> okay. A little bit of that. A little too. bit of that, I would say. I want, you know, I'm just trying to experience the most of it all. Mm-hmm. Every day I think it changes. Yeah, I think it's uh, ever evolving. <laughs> but I think we're both just so happy to be back talking yeah. about all this bullshit. I mean, I think for us, we both talked about we'll occasionally have guests on and we'll see how the show develops. But we're just so excited to talk about whatever it is that we want to, whatever tickles our fancy that day. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it's something that tickles yours as well. Oh, yeah. Wherever you are. Tickle, tickle. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, disrespectfully, that's that's what it is. So I guess we can talk about like some life stuff, life updates. How's life been like for you? Are you single? Are you dating? Do you have a roster? What's it look like? Life updates. So uh, since we ended the did your last episode, the end of 2022, um, good, the bad, the ugly. 2023 was a really tough year for me personally. I think a lot of us experienced some gnarly shit. So there were great highlights. We you, you and I went on a Euro trip with our best friend Raleigh. We Oh, we'll be talking about that. Oh, we will be talking about <laughs> the Euro trip and the Euro trip roster. Joaquin keeps telling, said, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. We'll get into him. But the bouncer <laughs> from that place. Oh, wow. Yeah. he. I'm like, you are so wishing me every holiday. He's going to get Happy Easter next. But also the one and only time I've ever done dating app. Which was interesting because she just won't do it on U.S. soil. But then all of a sudden we go international <laughs> and she is out there. She is that girl. <laughs> she is abandoning us to go on coffee dates with some. What was he? Was that in Spain? It was in Barcelona, yeah. Yeah, that hottie. So that was great. We had highlights. We traveled a lot. We got into shit. Um, dating wise, <sighs> there's one person I don't even really want to talk about because I'm so like grossed out by him. But like the spectrum was someone who I think the very worst bit for me was a guy who told me he was in love with me in a matter of weeks. And he had a lot of issues. And... The other end of it was someone that I was really, really into that it started off. We were both on the same level. And then what happens a lot for me happened. And I will say I did go into that with open eyes and like knew how he was and he knew how I was. But we liked each other a lot initially. And um, so we tried and that just ended up blowing up in my face, which was amazing. And right around that time, my beloved Leo cat died. So it was not a lit time, I would say. But then. Mm -hmm got back on the horse i would say currently today i am dating i am open i am out there i am meeting people at photo booths and bars i am on dating apps i am putting up with little to no bullshit because things are so good for me in every other aspect of my life like my friends are amazing my family's amazing i do whatever i want to do whenever i want to do it so unless someone is adding a whole lot of value but bye so right now there is a roster I will say, and we'll get into it more, but they're all moving at a snail's pace to the point that like you and I talk about pen pals and how that can become so exhausting and not the vibe. It's so not the vibe. And I have some pen pals right now and I'm going to need to write them a letter of cease and desist because I'm fucking over it. I told you I do have a, I have found a way to deal with the pen pal issue. You did. I'm curious to see what other people would think about this method. I know. We'll get to that. Well, Well, tell me your recap. You know... I think this past year, I really got to a point where I was feeling really good and safe and confident in my own damn self. The year before was definitely still working through the divorce, still feeling very much attached to Tom in certain ways and attached to that relationship. I was on a healing journey for sure. But in 2023, I was feeling more open and available to actually meeting someone and Mm -hmm. truly like catching feelings which I did a couple times. <laughs> yep, you sure did. You sure it did. Was, and, you know, as that goes, when you catch feelings, you can get hurt. And I got hurt as well. But you know what? I think that's just par for the course. And I have just keep putting myself out there. I'm still very optimistic and still, you know, wanting to keep going out and meeting people. I like to meet people through other people. Totally. Or like through mutuals so I can, you know, vet them a little bit. Or, you know, they can have some recommendations or <laughs> referrals <laughs> or you know just to know that they're not a total creep but yeah because i don't do that the apps i don't know it's just like weirds me out a little bit i mean instagram i definitely 
I definitely slide into some DMs and vice versa. There's that happens. Some you are the inst- you are the Instagram queen. I'm jealous. I like want to learn your ways. You're so well, good about doing that. I I I've done less of that. There's there's more of like the opposite of way around. I don't know. Anyways, we can get into that. The too only more. people that slide in my DMs are men that look like they have been on to catch a predator that say, hey, babe, <laughs> do you want to let me be your sugar daddy? I'll oh, pay that's... you $7,000 a month, no obligation. I'm like, what scam is this? No, that is also, literally every yes. DM on TikTok yeah. is like, hey, sweetie, are you looking for a sugar daddy? What is the scam going on on TikTok in the DMs? I mean, at what point is one of us going to pull the trigger and just say yes? I thought about responding back to one of them and being I... like, making like, I need to figure out a safe account that you can get money in, but there's no way that it can, you can be harmed. And I'll be like, yeah, send me $7,000 right now and we'll see. Obviously, they don't have it, but then maybe I could be up seven grand. Yeah, but what are they trying to get at? I don't know. What is this scam? I, well, I don't know. I'm never going to meet you, but like, you're just going to, I don't, I, I just, why is there so many? It's to me, it's the, it's the prelude to, Hey, before I send you the seven thousand dollars, just send me a hundred so I can wire like something like that. Like, but these accounts have no posts, no videos. It just feels like it's, it's is it some kind of human trafficking? Okay, like my wait, brain goes to places wait, that I don't like. Really I need to discuss thought. this TikTok with you. I'm curious if you saw this because this relates. Okay, this is the most brilliant scam I've ever heard, and this is a woman. Maybe know them, maybe raise them, maybe be them. This is I don't know how someone was so smart to think of this. So this girl went on Twitter and she was like, hey, my friend, here's her picture, is looking for a sperm donor. She's, this is what she looks like. Have you heard about this? No, but like bold. So, okay. she, so she goes, the requirements are they have to be of the, the sperm donor, European descent, over 5'11", blah, blah, like naming all these features and characteristics. And she was like, the only thing is it has to be a manual process, no insemination, meaning they it, have to have sex. Okay. So- all these people are like, this has to be a scam, blah, blah, blah. So then she posts another one and another one with more specificities. And one of the requirements was they had to do a 23andMe. So they're like, post this link. And they're like, do the 23andMe. And make it, sure they weren't related or something. And they were like, um, DM me if you're interested and then do this link. Those were the requirements. So she showed like thousands of DMs being like, oh, I could do it. Like, I have a wife and kids, but it's not going so well. Blah, blah, blah. Like people desperate just... Men are, I'm sorry, most of you are disgusting. Like, we'll do anything to bust a nut. Like, it's so crazy that they were so <laughs> desperate. They see this picture and I'm like, did none of you watch Catfish? So here's the scam. Okay. Her link was basically like an influencer link. 23andMe <gasps> pays $20 per referral. Stop it. So she, she had all these men. It didn't take any money from them directly, but they went to the site thinking they were signing up for this thing. Or maybe they had to pay for the 23 meet. I don't know. But regardless, she got $20 per person and it was thousands of people. Oh, and my I am God. so fucking happy. Brilliant. Tell me your thoughts. I think that's brilliant. It's not the best thing you've I mean, ever it's heard harmless. You're not hurting anyone. No, that's crazy. Also, there's no free lunch, boys. Why are you so stupid? <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, you're kind of asking for it. I so mean, that's what I'm saying like that scam is probably because you think about, OK, there's people that sell like underwear or like socks, like weird things like that. And they make a ton of money. And like, like, what is that about? You know, I think I, I could never. I think like that's awesome for anyone that does that. Me personally, I don't know. That's so intimate. I don't I don't I wouldn't even give that to like a boyfriend or I don't know. I think that that's so weird it is so weird but but is my question about it is is it safe like if they're doing it from a p.o box or whatever there's really no downside as far as like could someone track you down by that or that's what i mean mean. if okay let's take this out of it is my dna (laughs) well first of all i've i've done 23 and me so my dna is out there but also i've given like blood i don't know but like babe they have requirements for the, the guys will be like go to the gym in these yeah there's certain things like wear it around for like a day or like sweating it or and i'm like i don't know what tyra banks ass like model you think is going to the gym you should see me at the gym i wear the (laughs) grossest oldest clothes you like they're picturing the like heidi klum and like giselle bunch and that's not how we look at the gym you're watching you're looking at instagram too much so yeah if you really want me to go to the gym in those i'm worried for you but i don't think they care the thing is if it okay if it was totally safe and there was just profit to be made, would you do it? Um, maybe, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Like, it saved me having to do laundry. You're so smart. <laughs> I hate laundry. It's my least favorite chore, too. You know what I mean? Why didn't I think of it? I mean, for but me. No, but then I would have to just, like, buy a whole, like, 
load of new like underwear and wash those eventually. But like, I don't know, at least daily. I just, you know, I would just like go through like I have, I'm someone that has like way too many pairs of underwear anyway. I got to get rid yeah. of them. I mean, for me, <laughs> if it was if it was totally safe, I feel like I would do it because also I feel like older generations are so mad at younger people these days who through TikTok, Instagram, other ways the you know, they're all these like millionaires heading to be billionaires and they've made all this money really young in these creative ways or sometimes vulgar gross ways and i'm like good for them for getting their bag i love it i'm like i wish i had thought of it i wish i had thought of that scam with the 23 me more than anything on planet earth that is so iconic i think it's brilliant i think the easiest also the easiest non like whatever thing is selling pictures of your feet okay isn't that a scam isn't it i heard that that's no. a scam through the website you like you paying for a membership to sell your feet like them brokering it oh i don't know but like you could also just do that through like OnlyFans or you could there's other ways you can sell it. You don't have mm. to go on like like Feet Finder or whatever. Mm. But we just, <laughs> seems like you spent some time on there, Katie. Do you care to explain well, that? We did that when Rachel wanted her nose revision done. We were like, we can help Blech. out. Listen. Blech. I know. What a time. But anyway, but I, I think I like pictures of your feet. That's like the the least of it. Have you ever seen your wiki feet? Yeah. I didn't know I had one, but I have one. What is your, what is your, I think mine was like seven point something. We can look it up. And I was offended it by it. Cause look, I have finger toes and, but my feet are small and I have like a slight little, like I get why people would say that, but some people were like fugly, but then some people were like hot. So I don't know. But wiki feet, if anyone doesn't know, is a really creepy website <laughs> in which people rate. If you've been in the public eye at all, they rate your feet. What? My thing is, no, but my, no, my thing is always just like the pictures that they like randomly upload. I'm like, who Wait, is, are you looking at yours who? or mine? Should I look at mine? I'm looking up yours right now. Dana Kathan. Oh my God, you guys, the recommendations on here are so funny. Feet, you guys, there's a feet of the day. You are, where does it show the rating? Wait, also the photo they chose for you was so funny. <gasps> you have beautiful feet. Think. you have a i think it i don't see a rating but i just see where stars. does it show the rating it looks like like four point it looks like oh you have oh you have four stars <gasps> devastating <laughs> yeah yours is beautiful feet and there's a little so here's the categories beautiful nice okay bad ugly oh it shows how many votes it was you got six beautiful two nice four okay only one ugly oh you got one ugly too okay i'm feeling less bad um <laughs> anyway it's so funny the photos they pulled anyway point wow. being I would sell pretty much anything if it was safe. Yeah, of course. We like, let's in, let's invest. Let's get our bag. Let's retire yeah. young. We have yachts to be on. Anyway, back to the update. <laughs> back to the update. Uh, so, yeah, did a lot of that. A lot of dating. A lot of hurt feelings. A lot of um, a lot of that. Currently, I, I there's not like anyone I'm seeing. Um, a lot of people I'm like pen palling with mm. sort of kind of. I don't know. They've kind of like fallen to the wayside. I don't have a roster. I don't like. Like, it's just I yeah, I feel like I have a pretty clear space and I'm just open to whatever comes in. So tell us your method for getting rid of the pen pal. First of all, what is the pen pal to you? Oh, pen paling is the worst. Pen pal is where you fall into just someone that you correspond with mainly through text message. And I think that usually happens because for me, because the, some that person doesn't live in the city that, you know, I reside in. Mm -hmm. So the the main form of communication is through text. And then it, that becomes the main thing. You don't you never meet up, you never plan to meet up. It's just constantly just text messages back and forth with no end in sight. Mm -hmm. No 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 talk of like moving things forward, no talk about like feelings. It's just kind of like sending each other jokes and memes and talking how's your day like just like mm -hmm. just constant like back and forth. It's it is exhausting cuz you're like what is what are we doing? Because it feels it's like it feels like it's creating this like false sense of intimacy. Well, it's a, yeah. And at some point it's, it's a trap. Just, yeah. And at some point it's like, do we ever want to see each other naked? Do you want to see if this goes anywhere? <laughs> like, I don't know what you're it's, it's, at some point for me. I need a little bit more moxie of just like ask me out or don't like I. Yeah, I don't want to chit chat with you. I actually only really like texting consistently if I like someone like I it's it's really easy to put me off if you're blowing me up and it's not leading anywhere. It's also right. kind of like a weird text message edging. Like, no, thank you. I mean, if I'm seeing someone or, the, you know, I don't mind how often or not often we text, you know, because I'm seeing them. There's there's already there's actual like FaceTime that's happening. But just to like 
begin a thing with somebody and it's just mainly through text and it's and it sucks because it's like yeah i do meet people that don't live in the same city so i want to be able to communicate with them but when it's only that and there's no phone calls there's no facetime there's no it's just we're texting yeah get me out of here right so <laughs> i came with an idea tell us because you know sometimes because also you don't really ever Oh, well, most of the time, sometimes you don't get into anything like too, too serious over text because you can't read tone. That's the other thing is you don't often know like what that, you know, what was behind that, the emotion mm-hmm. that's behind it. So you want to make it like make it kind of funny and also but still keep, like put the ball in their court in terms of like what they want to do. But you want to like effectively end that type of communication and that communication only. So we all get like those automated text messages from like subscriptions or companies or things that we bought or whatever it may be politicians <laughs> yeah literally but just anything um and it'll say like oh blank needs your help now more than ever yeah okay so what you do is mm-hmm. you'll say your name mm-hmm. time and attention colon mm-hmm. it appears that your pen pal subscription has expired at this time there are no renewal options available if you'd like to upgrade to the intentional conversation package, mm-hmm. we are happy to extend that option to you. Thank you for your understanding. Hope you enjoyed the pen pal experience. Asterix, terms and conditions may apply. Now, my question is, have you sent it to anyone? Not yet. When are you going to? Because I have to know how this goes. When the time the next arises. Pen pal happens. The next pen pal. I think that's, first of all, so well written. Are you fucking Jane Austen? Like, what <laughs> is happening? Second of all, I, I think it's kind of like the saw trap litmus test. Like, the real test is in how they react to it. So I'm so curious to see what someone would say. Because it kind of says it all right there. Like, listen, right. like we've been doing this and that the expiration date, like at the time is now ended. The terms and conditions are that like, we're going to like make a plan here. Right. And we're going to start talking about like what this is, because like I've given you my time, attention, energy, and I'm done doing it unless this is like a thing, because clearly like either you're bored or there's genuine interest. And if there's genuine interest, then step up. Right. This is so that's, I mean, that, yeah, that's my whole point about it is it just it does grind you down when it's just a whole lot of nothing. The amount of my time that people have wasted is offensive. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. The most precious commodity there is, too. Right. Yeah. But also, I've let people waste a lot of my time and it's just not happening anymore these days. Well, because you want to be patient. You want to, like, give things time and room to breathe and like let the like natural like progression sort of thing like yeah. happen you don't want to be like i i don't like to force the rush things either so i no. try to always like check in and be like okay am i like just getting ahead of myself no of course mm-hmm. i want to like like let those things go where they need to go when they need to get there but it gets to a point where you're just like bro my guy like what are we doing here shit or get off the pot for real like i just I, like not that they, i have tons of other options but like i'd rather just not be thinking about you or what this is and spend that time thinking about literally anything else. Right. Well, and I kind of liken that to it's another TikTok I saw. By the way, dear audience, if you don't have TikTok, please get on it because we're going to be talking about a lot of fucking TikToks. <laughs> yeah. It's my entire personality um, where a girl, whenever someone annoys her or she's just or she gets ghosted or whatever, she changes their name in their phone to a tombstone. So then all of a sudden her contact, <laughs> the bottom of her contacts is a bunch of tombstones and she deletes the thread. So when they text her eventually, it's the just coast. a tombstone and she doesn't know who it is. And so she has it's an automated message she sends back and she's like, dear blah, 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 please let me know you have been placed in the resurrection, blah, blah, blah. Like if you believe you deserve this is why error or you deserve another chance, make your plead your case. And then she'll sometimes resurrect them and sometimes keep them there. And I think it's so delicious. And I think similar to this, if you don't want this person to step up. Rather than extending an upgrade package, you just basically say, like, it appears that your pen pal subscription has expired. We're not able to offer any renewals or upgrades at this time. You will no longer be able to send or receive text messages to this number. Have a nice life. There's that option. Bye-bye. I love that option. So, like, no need to reply. Doesn't warrant any kind of response. I think it's kind of funny because it's like you're not you're not sitting there like crying about it. You're showing that, like, listen, I realized that this wasn't that deep or that serious, but also like i'm interested in right going there with you i don't know well okay so this is a new strategy it's 2023 yeah 2024 excuse me see oh. it's a new year oh. so i'm not even used to saying it but another thing that we were talking about that we were seeing all over social media is your ins for oh. 2024 and your outs 
Love it. So yes. I'm going to get us more champagne and I want you to tell me your ins and I'll tell you my ins. Okay. What's in? My ins are hickeys. <sighs> love I a, almost put that. Love a love bite. Okay. Badge of honor, right? Yeah. Just no way around that conversation. Sometimes they're unexpected. Well, they typically are. I mean, even if you know that somebody's going to town on your neck, like you're always a little surprised. Yeah. Out the the results the next day. Mm-hmm. Talking on the phone, love to your friends. To and I've and I'm bad at this, but like I I love when I like just call up one of my friends and we like are on the phone for like I don't know twenty minutes or like an hour. I love just like talking on the phone, and especially when it comes like dating, and off of the texting, call up or Facetime even. I don't care. Well. Maybe. Ugh, I hate face. I only FaceTime with my niece, but I love I love talking on the phone. I, I scheduled like FaceTime like, hey, can you FaceTime later? Great. But just calling on the phone, I think is so great because you I don't know. I think texts are just like the snail mail conversation. It's just I don't know. Is there anything scarier than a random FaceTime? Like with someone you're dating or like liking or something and they just FaceTime you out of the blue? Yeah, because sometimes when you're the most scary you've ever looked. Well, yeah, because I look like a bridge troll. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I got to put some rouge on and then call you back. I'm like, have you ever seen Gremlins? You know, the Gremlin King? That's what you're about to be fucking FaceTiming with. So beware. Like this FaceTime does not have the Paris filter. Like we can we can't just be like raw dogging. Careful, that's a million dollar idea for us. We need to invest in creating that. But yes, go on. Calls. Yes. Okay. Quitting. Anything that doesn't make you happy. Yes. Yes. Your job, your relationship, your vape, n- not drinking because that's just not realistic. It's not realistic. <laughs> I mean, I am telling Katie this I earlier. Think- I have had a problem with vaping on and off for years. I quit on and off for years. I'm back on my bullshit. It's day three and it's miserable. And me and Raleigh at midnight sunk my vape into a glass of water. So hoping it's like some witchy effect. We'll see. You'll be Talk back. Talk to you guys next week. She'll be back. She always says that. And honestly, <laughs> I want to fucking back. prove Katie wrong because she always says that, but possibly right. So we'll see. Okay. We'll see. I'm not judging. Whatever you want to do, like do it. Uh, but yeah, I think I just think things that don't serve you, that don't make you happy, that don't feel good. Stop it. Yeah. Literally, you could be so much happier just not doing the things that yeah. you don't want to do. And don't don't fear the judgment in that either. Just no. because you just because you've been doing something for a long time or said you were going to do something, you don't have anything to prove. Well, another TikTok I saw said, at one point, every single person on Mount Everest was a very motivated person. Maybe chill the Ooh. fuck out. Yeah, that's true. Show me the lies. <laughs> so it's like people in this culture of like, do more, blah, blah, blah. I think more of us are like, we want to do less and have fuller lives. And there's literally nothing wrong with that. So what isn't serving you? Bye. Bye-bye. Quit. In authenticity. Mm. Yes. I love that. Just like be just like live the most authentic life possible. Who cares? Don't I mean, like trends can be fun. We all love to like hop on a trend because mm-hmm. it's just like it's funny. It's buzzy. It's whatever. But like also just like doing what is the most you thing ever. You coded. Yep. You coded, I think, is what that should be the, the actual in. It's so funny to me when people and I fell prey to this when I was a middle schooler where it's like not liking popular things doesn't make you cool or different. So in the same way that people are just so desperate to be like, I'm above it or whatever, Mm. be authentic in whatever you are. Let your freak flag fly. Like that is, let's start, everyone needs to be doing that. Regardless of what it is, if it's trendy, but you love it, cool. Right. That's what I'm saying. If it's authentic to you, regardless, own it. Yeah. I like it. And then I've, I've, there's a sixth one. We will understand the out. But I love this so much. I love Drew Barrymore. I think she needs to be like mm. just the queen this year. Mm-hmm. With her talk show, I eat that up so much. I My dream would just be to s- sit there and hold her hand and spill all my life, everything to well, her. Well, when you go on her show one day or we're there promoting <laughs> disrespectfully, it sounds like you guys might spoon because I think she's really into that. Did you see that video with Caleb, the guy that does the house tours? Yes. And they spooned on that like cushion? Yeah, I was obsessed. I want to spoon with her. She's also a woman who's been through so much and so so much in her life. Like, remember when she posted that video of her dancing in the rain and everyone was like, this is weird, whatever. And I'm like, no, this bitch magic has been through. She really shouldn't be here. And so if she wants to dance in the rain, you could tell uh, speaking of authentic. She's she's, been working since she was three. Let her dance. She's an authentic. uh, 
embodies authenticity too like she yeah she does not give a shit and you could tell she was just so happy and like also so many of her movies are in my top like 20 i just um ever after after, i was about to say i saw a custom (laughs) ever after gown on tiktok this morning and thought of you Mm. with the wings at all 50 first dates i mean she just she truly is just magic and i think she needs to just be elevated a little bit more not that she hasn't been but it just like a little bit more. Yeah. A little more heavy on the Drew Barrymore this year, please. Never been kissed that problematic hot fire bed, but I fucking love that movie. It's literally insane, but... Okay, do your ins. Okay, my ins are bed rot. Oh, we don't more. talk about this enough, okay? I love a bed rot. When I'm scrolling through, every 20th thing is like, get out of bed, you awful lazy bitch. And I'm like, honestly, it's good for me. I, I get what they're saying, whatever. Nothing on planet Earth makes me happier than being in bed with the blinds drawn Oof. on a Sunday afternoon when other people are out jogging they, or doing whatever. Oh, Wednesday. Oh, whatever. <laughs> when everyone you, else is out in the streets and you're just like in bed. You've like, only huh. gotten up to feed. You get back in bed with your animal <laughs> of <feed>. choice. <laughs> you typically yes. have like a Diet Coke and a water or an orange juice and you're just... Mm-hmm. Oh, my favorite thing to do, <laughs> DND. Do not disturb. I do not bed rot where anyone, just anyone can get a hold of me. I don't want to speak to anyone. I am a gremlin. The only person I'm speaking to is my cat. And that's yeah, because that. the worst thing is like if somebody's like, hey, so like, what do you and you're like, I don't even want to have to like lie about what I'm doing because I'm not. But like, I'd rather just not see the message come through. I'm offline. I don't want to talk to you. Exactly. Well, I'm online. I'm on TikTok, obviously, yeah. or Instagram yeah. or editing videos. But. I am not available to anyone. I'm like my sometimes I'll be also speaking on phone calls. So but, you know, I mean, Brittany, my sister, we talk several times a day on the phone. Mm-hmm. She's obviously going to listen to this. So I'm exposing myself, but I'll be like, OK, like I have to do this and this. And it's because I want to go back on do not disturb and be done with the conversation. I'm like, I've had enough today. I'm stimulated. So I like bed, bed rot. rot light where you just like bed rot to like, yeah, like noon and then you are productive. Yeah, there's all the time in the world. And also you said earlier, we're here for a short time. Spend that time how you want it. Sometimes we're gallivanting in Europe. Sometimes we're out at the bars. Sometimes we're not speaking to anyone in our bed doing nothing. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you feel like you need it. So do that. I love it. Daily SPF. Oh, more. Yes. So important. I wasn't as good in California because it or when I excuse me before I lived in California. But even if you're no matter where you're listening to this from, put your SPF on. There's also really good like $12 ones that are you can get at Target or whatever. It doesn't have to be expensive. Just daily SPF. I know you're such a proponent. And on your hands, too. On your hands. I will never forget. I don't want to say what housewife it is, but I remember she had her like hand next to her face in an interview and someone screenshotted it. And they were like, it's that line from Scarface. And he's like, the eyes, Chico, they never lie. They're like the hands, Chico, they never lie because <laughs> her hand didn't match her face. So yeah, they will age. I always think of that. And I always do manicure gel manicures and that, those little machines they're bad for you babe it's all about the press on i gotta get some quickies quickies yeah um positive self-talk hmm. still working on this this is something i always say i'm gonna change i'm a big proponent of it i believe in it i know how beneficial it is but it's so crazy the way that i and i only say things i mean so when i'm like you know how i am with our, our friends like i will gas you up but i won't say it if i don't mean it it's not it's not fake but the way that I like see everyone in such a clear light mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I'll walk by a mirror and be like, who is that fucking monster? And it's like, <laughs> no, ma'am, knock it off. And mm-hmm. it's and it's it's the imposter syndrome. Yeah, it's physically how you look. It's how you feel comparing yourself financially. Other people like it's a million things. But positive self-talk is something I really, really want to work on. Just get like very delusional about yourself. Also that I love it. I'm a little maybe too delusional, but I, I, would I say, think I'm like God's gift. <laughs> my my sixth one that I'm going to add Delulu onto this, be Delulu. That goes with positive self-talk. I know that you're passionate about this one as well. Chain restaurants. Oh, another yes. TikTok I saw that girl who rolled up to the Cheesecake Factory, which is arguably one of our favorite shared spaces. You and I. Yes. Um, And was like, I look too good, whatever. And I'm like, you think you're too good for the Cheesecake Factory? Have you ever had their rolls? Um, the bread the brown bread you heard the brown bread um, i would sprint i would lose the date in the lobby because i would be sprinting to my table so <laughs> i don't know i just think in general chain restaurants are in and you know olive garden is 
I'm when I'm there, I'm family. It's your love language. Yeah, it is. When you're there, you are family. I spend a lot of time at Olive Garden. Nothing is going to come between you and that Alfredo. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> also, I guess we should start like plugging this. Like Olive Garden sponsor us. We're looking for sponsors right now. <gasps> so Remind me to give you your hat. Olive Garden. Yes. In my car. Okay. She has an Olive Garden hat for me. Um, and then my last one, which is a little bit about what we were talking about earlier, is living the life you want to live instead of living the life you think you should live. Love assumption. Mm-hmm. Assuming you're already living that life. Yep. That's how I survived. 2022, 2020. Yeah. And here we are. Here we are. Tell me your outs. Okay. My outs. Drum roll. Um, I already think we have one of the same outs based on what you said, but go ahead. Oh, okay. Waiting for someone to make the first move. Love. Be bold. Yep. Be confident. Mm-hmm. And just, I don't know if the, if the moment hits. Also, I mean, I don't know what your thoughts are on like, like first date hooking up. You don't have to go all the way, but just like, you know, some people are like, I don't, I don't kiss. I don't do anything on the first date. I am a proponent of the only reason I used to say like I typically and I know you're saying this is broad all kinds of hooking up not just sex but I typically don't have sex or hook up on the first date not because I'm above it because it muddies the water for me and my feelings about like if I actually like someone like so if you have really great sex or you hook up Mm -hmm. and it's amazing I might think I like them more than I do or if it's worse whatever so for me it's kind of a case-by-case basis I also I used to make such declarative statements and I, I'm actually going to add this to my out right now. <laughs> I used to make declarative statements of like, I'm not going to do this. I'll never do this, blah, blah, blah. And half the time it never ends up being correct. So I'm also just trying to do less declarative statements and more see how it goes. I, I, I say, yeah, whatever yeah, feels right. Whatever feels right. It. Okay. Well, we already talked about this, uh, the texting endlessly and pen palling mm-hmm. for weeks with no end. Like mm-hmm. I fell into that trap way too many times this last year and I'm, effectively not doing that at all mm-hmm. like i just i'm going to become a bad tech star yeah essentially yeah most of them are so well i mean no but just i'm just like not going to i'm just gonna be like hey sorry i didn't get back to you. i'm just gonna be bad texters like if call me if you want to talk right the grind mm. i don't like that Mm-mm. i don't like the people who are like here's how i woke up at five and then i got sunlight and it's like yes we all know those things are good but like pushing that on somebody who like wants to just do what feels good for them right more on a daily than than being committed to like this grinding away for like what for nothing i mean is is it it's like that episode of sex in the city when carrie was like are there other women in new york that are just here to make us feel bad about ourselves Mm -hmm. like no yeah i'm glad for you that you like your green juice at 5 a.m go cry on the treadmill i want to sleep and get up at whatever time I want to get up at and do whatever I want to do and bed rot sometimes. And But similar to like the thing with like quitting, being more in, don't, Mm-mm. don't feel like you got to grind away. Um, people pleasing. Mm. Bye. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Be, be more comfortable with the fact that like, mm, people aren't going to like you. You weren't for everyone. And you weren't for everyone. And mm. that's totally okay. Like I embrace that actually like i when somebody doesn't like me i'm like great some people who don't like problem solved some people who don't like me i'm like thrilled i'm like that tells me a lot that i'm doing things right Mm -hmm. that person like me i'd be a little sus (laughs) a little weirded out need to take some time to reflect well 100 requirements are in expectations are out love now we're just requiring things right expectations are out people are going to disappoint so you can't expect anything from anyone yep expectations are out um, and then the final one that's out is Matt Rife. Oh, he's on my is, list. Is he he's number two on my list. I knew it. It's almost like we're friends or something. Let me do my outs. Obviously, we have some in common. So I'm going to put Matt Rife as number five, although I had him as number two. So pressuring yourself to be productive goes along with everything we were saying. The if grind, you need to bed, yeah. rot, bed rot, if you need to relax, let yourself do that. Internalize misogyny. It is <sighs> the amount of TikToks I see of the pearls of the world. Do you know who that is on TikTok? She is just such a nasty, like, pick me who Who's is basically that? like, you're, de- you're designed to be, we're secondary to men and whatever. It's, yeah, it's just so gross. So, I'm so happy I don't know who this person yeah, is. Yeah, you're lucky. So internalized misogyny in general, it's just like so crazy how much we are our own enemy. And I'd love to see less of that mm-hmm. in 2024. I'm speeding through because I'm so excited to talk about Matt Wright. <laughs> um, Ew. Doing... <sighs> doing the bare minimum in relationships out and i mean that more so it goes both ways but the way that we are in a culture when it comes to dating and we're going to get into this a lot on this show of 
people doing the bare minimum. And mind you, there's all kinds of relationships. There's all kinds of dynamics. But I, I mean, a lot of times I don't want to generalize, but it is men who like we have seen a lot of that who come to the table, give crumbs and expect the world and are confused why we have reactions to that kind of behavior. So no more doing the bare minimum. If you do the bare minimum, you don't meet the requirements. You must be this tall to ride the ride. It's not happening. Right. Um, putting people that aren't your close friends on your close friends story. OK, but here's the thing. On the contrary, because I, I, I think about that because there's some things I want to share, but I have a lot of followers and I'm like, I don't want to this can't be shared with like everybody. So if it's people that I don't necessarily know, but I'm like, OK, they're like, you know, they they pass the, you know, well, it's like, test. OK, close friends, you're like close enough. And then like people you've I'm talking about people you've had one conversation with. Sometimes it's like how we used to get trapped before you could remove yourself. I put from it as like these, these people aren't going to judge. That's that's what they go in. Like like this is basically like if I follow you, you're most likely in the close friends. Not 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 everybody, but like not everybody. No, trust me. Yeah, because so like because like, like, there are people that I follow that if I'm, I'm like, interacting with you and I follow you, like I'll put you in there because it's like we interact and like you, you might you might enjoy this. Well, and I'm like, and I know I operate differently because I feel like I literally have like 20 people on mine. But point being, it's very strange to me. And it's not like I'm saying I'm above it or I'm not flattered or whatever. But there are a lot of people that I see that I'm on theirs. And I'm like, we've literally had one conversation. Like, they might be operating from the same place I am where they don't want all of the people that follow them to see it. Does that make sense? Yeah, but that's on my out and I'm sticking to it. OK, that's fine, because I think I thought about this, too, because I'm just like, well, I would I still want to be able to like post things that you maybe are. <laughs> That other people would might be like, uh, what is this? I love your close friends content. It's great well, content. Right. It's very funny. And I think other people would, but not everybody. I don't want it's I'm not gonna share that with everybody. Yeah. Sorry. No. Matt <laughs> Rife. Okay, let's talk about it. So I used to like I used to like Matt Rife a lot. I have never like really talk about people in this way, but I the way that this man has gotten under my skin and I'm aware that he loves that and eats it up. Do you know who Brooke yeah oh yeah is it schofield i think that's how you schofield, say it. i'm sorry schofield. babe i love you if i'm saying your name wrong um saw her on tiktok she's so cute she has that podcast with tana manju and her story about it i was just like every woman can relate to what she is saying and mm -hmm. the way that he went about this special i am not offended easily at all like literally especially if a comedian is actually funny i'm good with it if you make misogynistic jokes whatever i don't care i can stomach pretty much all of it if it's funny the thing is yeah it wasn't funny no, like wasn't. his his dv joke at the beginning of the the special it just wasn't funny it wasn't funny it was old it, it didn't, played it didn't land it was like he, the way that he was appealing to this toxic crowd and then also cannibalizing his audience which was mostly women and I'm like, babe, you're going to see the power of women like you are an idiot. Mm -hmm. Eddie Murphy and Raw has yeah. a whole joke about it, but he makes it so the woman comes out on top and is stronger and whatever. This was just saying, like, she can't cook. So she got her ass beat. And I'm like, are you OK? Then he doubles down when people are mad and posts a photo of a helmet needed for people. Yeah, with he's like, for everybody that's offended, click here. And it was a link to like a helmet with special, special needs, needs helmet. He's just gross. And with the way I saw him grabs Zendaya's face which I had never seen him on a while now I didn't realize I had seen him because he's unrecognizable I've had a nose job I get Botox there's no shame in my game but when you get a chin implant and probably pec implants and you abuse hair gel you, and you then deny and just say like all you do is talk about how hot you are he just claims he had a glow up yeah which, babe, which, which, which I think babe. everybody believed because it's like you know what yeah people can like especially men can have this like sort of maturing thing that happens in their 20s it's not like the most far-fetched thing, but nah, nah. I if you look at a photo of him smiling a while now, I also have veneers. No, well, yeah, veneers. Veneers, veneers. Okay, veneers I, don't think, I don't think he denied that, but like, yeah. But then there's. I'm not saying that he doesn't. He definitely has had work done, but for a while he maintained that he was just had like a glow up, and you're like, okay, like I can see that, but the teeth and then everything else, I guess maybe I don't know. I mean, like I definitely like had a hard on for him. I would say because I thought I thought he was like a funny guy and he was attractive. And his specials that he released before were just like generally like funny. Like I feel like he wasn't, you know, he was just had good content, you know, and his crowd work was good and he wasn't alienating his audience um, up until now. Like way to like not know your audience uh, and wanting to like 
bring in the boys. And I definitely slid into his DMs, but like whatever. That's <laughs> neither here nor there. But one of our friends knew him since like he had moved to LA for like a long time. Mm-hmm. And so he had a personal relationship with him. So it was it last yeah, last season on Vanderpump Rules when Lala and I go on a double date. Mm-hmm. We had gone to Logan and said, like, do like you know all of the boys here. <laughs> like he was a lot of like attractive like guys that you can like set us up on blind dates with. Lala ended up going out with this guy that she had met at a party, but he's like, yes. So he had talked to Matt. This was like before Matt like blew up on TikTok or anything. And Matt like had agreed to go on this like date that was going to be filmed. And he was like all about it. And then last minute, I think he had like some kind of, I don't know, comedy thing pop up. But he was excited. Like, well, yeah, he was all about it. He was like, it's filmed. Cool. Great. Uh, You know, like he wanted to be famous. Let's Mm -hmm. face it, obviously. And I think the opportunity to be on TV show or in whatever capacity was appealing to him. I don't think it had anything to do with me, whatever, but, (laughs) but I think just being on a show. And then I saw on some random like scrolling that I was doing, I don't know if it was TikTok or on Instagram, some kind of digital content that he video he was doing. And someone had asked him like, who would you not want to be stuck on a, a deserted Island with? And he thought for a second, he goes, Oh, well like pretty much like, anyone from Vanderpump Rules like they're all terrible I'm like sir be so expeditiously fucking for real right now yeah like I get like like be more specific we're all so terrible like like all right it's like good for him until and it was obviously during like the scandal of it all right and so I think for him to like climb on that but like we're all so terrible like you obviously don't know even know what you're talking about and you've never like even seen the damn show because you you could have been more specific. But just to like claim that we're all so terrible. I mean, it's just it's and, just but, so funny to but me. But it's just but I saw that and I was like, oof. And then all of this happened. And how his special came out and then all the girls are coming out and he's just being eaten alive. And it's just, you know, a little moment. Vindication mm. is nice mm. in these in these times. You just gotta let karma work that shit out. And it's you know what's funny is I was talking to Logan after I saw that. So this is pre special. Mm. And I was just like, I think this boy is flying a little too close to the sun. Mm. I think he's I think he's just getting a little too mm-hmm. cocky. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I don't know. I I I was maybe a little butthurt about the comment, but I was just like, you know, it's a bummer to see this because I thought he like was really promising and all that. But I just feel like I just, I see things not going so good for him. Mm-hmm. And a month later this happened. So look, he's getting his views. He's getting his, like he's, I'm sure he's still eating it all up, but it just, it felt like a moment of togetherness in the country. <laughs> I haven't felt in a long time. Like the end of the year, we, all held hands and we're like this guy is such a penis wrinkle and it feels really good to watch this happening (laughs) nothing brings people together like the hatred of a man (laughs) the power of women that really unites us Mm. Mm -hmm. really quickly though Mm. the finale of because i just i have some thoughts and i know you watched it but the finale of rojas versus salt lake yep what happened with monica and that whole revelation and who like her identity or not her identity but like her participation in this troll account is actually my worst nightmare and i mean the fact that she did infiltrate that way and wasn't totally honest and open and like hey like i participated in this whole account and i'm feeling guilty because you all have really taken me in i want you to know before you find out in other ways like there's a way to go about it but like the fact that she didn't and then when they called her out and she was just doubled down on it. It was so gross and name calling and everything. It was just, that's my worst nightmare. Cause I, I'm always very cautious yeah. of people when they come in to like our group or on the show, because I yeah. don't know people and I don't know what their motives are and I can't trust them. I just, I think there's nothing wrong with not trusting a stranger when they're coming into something that is a bit intimate and you're going to be sharing things that are, you know, personal. And it is, you know, I, I just, I, it was appalling. Well, here's okay. First of all, it was appalling and very shocking. And like, I'm well, sure Heather was saying, looking back now, it looked like there were things that made sense to her that she didn't put together at the time. My question for you, do you think she stole the ring? I don't know. I think I don't want to conflate like the fact that she's this shady person with that. I, I think the ring could very much have just been lost. I'm in that camp, too. I'm not. I, but I'm not. I'm saying 
it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. Doesn't look good. No, it doesn't look good. But, but also, I don't want to say just because she's capable of very, very shady behavior that she's also like a thief. I also want to know your thoughts on how she said at the end, this whole account was to take down Jen Shaw. So I, I feel like I need more context because I am behind. I did watch the finale. But when she said having an account where you're, you know, revealing information or whatever, they're telling the truth isn't bad. But what's bad is scamming old people out of their life savings. I'm curious your thoughts on that perspective. You're not a hero. You're not a hero just because you revealed what Jen Shaw was up to. There was there was FBI investigating her. Yeah. Like you didn't you didn't you weren't doing the work about revealing this what you were doing was being really creepy and stalking like don't don't confuse that behavior with being any kind of savior i think both are true i think you're i think both are wrong obviously ruining old people's lives and scamming them out no, of money no, that's, horrendous that, that's that, that, that statement is accurate but like right. you were not doing the work right and also you that would have happened anyway also i don't think you were exposing her because you wanted to be a good person and you were like Robin Hood. I think that she had a long game, has been doing this for years, and she did want to infiltrate that circle. And I think she was really calculated about it and executed it well and got in. Cannot believe she got exposed and found that out. And also whoever did the music for the that episode was the, I mean the editing, master class I, in editing. I love whenever it goes forward and then back and then forward and back. Oh, so like yeah. it was Chef's kiss. The drama on the beach. I'm like, is this an episode of Survivor? What the fuck? When she brings them all out and then they have this plan and then they go with basically these voodoo dolls. I'm like, what is I happening? have like chills thinking about it. So a master class. Yeah. But anyways, just such a great finale. I need to watch the reunion next week because like the, where they ended it and she was like i wanted to say more but no one was gonna listen it could be a you know big old nothing sandwich of just like the same like because in the realm of also like you know taking accountability but also blaming everyone outside of yourself mm-hmm. is what it kind of like sounds like um but i gotta watch it but also on that same theme of accountability but not actually taking it and blaming everyone outside yourself i'd be remiss if i didn't also bring up the fact that rachel's coming out with the podcast and i'm not gonna listen to it because i i would never I give also, her my download i my well my time is I, I have too much respect for my time and energy but i'm sure you've heard know, snippets on tiktok well I, I read stuff it's it, it's it's impossible for her not to come across my yeah my eyeballs and you know whatever i'm not gonna knock her for like wanting to come out she can do whatever she wants i just think she's i i still maintain that she should just come back to the show if this is ultimately where she was going to end up and i don't think she ended up here by accident i think this was probably always her plan she should have just come back to the damn show and been accountable there and told her side of the story or whatever she wanted to do there to be honest um whenever i keep reading things it just seems like a lot of still wanting to position herself as a victim I'm not really seeing that there's been a massive amount of growth in her quotes or like a lot of introspective, a lot of accountability to being taken. I think just saying her darkest days were, you know, her consequences of her actions. Like, ma'am, where, when, when are you just going to be like, I royally fucked up, period, end of sentence. And here I'm, I'm going to explain exactly how and where I did so you know that I understand, right? Like that's that's taking full accountability, not blaming outside sources, trying to say you're manipulated, trying to say you weren't friends with this person, trying to say you didn't want to push yourself in front of them because it was going to hurt them. Ma'am, you actively made choices on a daily for months and months to hurt someone. Oh, that really chaps my ass when she minimizes her friendship. I'm like, yeah, baby girl, there we were all there. We all saw it. What are you talking about? Okay, I will say, and I don't, I've never, I've never said this publicly, but I want to take accountability for something I said. So, and it, we were at Coachella, things were fresh, and I made a comment at the time about she was going into a mental health facility. We had bad information. I'm not saying I have never gotten involved in online fodder or whatever, but I really don't. Like, typically, trolls, even if I don't like someone, I'll just like delete it or whatever. And I made a comment and was like, she was at a spa and whatever. I regret that. That was wrong. Full stop. I shouldn't have said that. What I should have said is what's happening right now and commenting on that. That wasn't appropriate. I'm really glad that she got the help she needed. That's amazing. That was not for me to comment on. Mm. This shit, though, not cute. First of all, the entire Bethany 
interview was a mess. Dumpster fire. The amount of lies that I saw her say blew blew me away. And I'm like, look, we understand what you're doing. You are coming out from the shadows. So she goes on Bethany's podcast, lies on top of lies on top of lies, rewriting history, completely minimizing her involvement, like you said. And I said this about Tom when we were on Nick's podcast. No real accountability. You were manipulated, blah, blah, blah. But like you literally went to his house when Ariana was gone filming a movie weeks. Maybe it was two months, maybe a month after everything broke. You went and stayed in this woman's home after you yeah. had already fucked him in her home several times, including when her grandma had just died and she had just been died. caught after you had been caught. And you knew that there were paparazzi everywhere, everywhere, mm-hmm. particularly every time we went to their house for what? five months, six months, there was the same paparazzi guy sitting outside. It It was was, like five. There was five. It was never not a thing. So you didn't feel that bad. Obviously, at the time, like, I guess when you lost everything, you saw the full consequences of your actions. But then you go on Bethany with this completely made up rendition of what happened. I think that I hope that she's had growth. I'm not really seeing that as far as her public comments. It looks like what she has worked on is her crisis PR spin. And that's what she's been peddling. And I don't blame her for making a podcast. Obviously, we have a podcast. What I blame her for, though, is coming out with a podcast to tell your side of things. Like on her trailer, she was like, your side. There is no side. It doesn't matter. You were not a 12-year-old. Mm-mm. You were almost a 30-year-old woman. You were looking Ariana in the eye and telling her, do you really want to be with him? You guys aren't having sex. Are you attracted Wait, to Are you him? attracted to him? No, like you said, there's just it's it's all complete like revisionist history of just like, well, the reason why this happened is because I still like wasn't over James and having Allie around like, no, ma'am, you like I watched I was I was right there the entire summer that we were filming like you were like, I'm in my bad bitch fucking era. I don't give a fuck. And everyone was hyping you up and you looked me in the eye and basically was like, fuck you, Katie. I don't give a fuck about your feelings. She's completely forgot about that whole aspect of her behavior. So. There's no accountability being taken because she would have had to examine all of her behavior. And I'm not, it's not about, no, not about me. But like, again, like she moved in crazy, crazy ways. And so if you want people to believe that you've taken accountability, you got to come with all of it. Right. I think that, well, so in the reason I brought up the comments I had made online that I do regret, I have had to stop myself like five times this week on commenting on little snippets I've seen on TikTok when she was like, I can't do that to Ariana. I just remember how hard it was for me to film with Allie and blah, blah, blah. So wait, I'm super, super confused. So you can have sex with her boyfriend for eight months. Go to St. Louis with him for Christmas. Literally lie, look her in the eye every day and lie to her when you see that she's in pain and like things are going on. But you can't put her through filming with you. The math ain't mathin'. So which one is it? So. Yeah, whatever it is, her podcast, good luck and Godspeed. Also, I don't I don't believe her about the alley stuff. She was fine. And I and I don't want to ever say like because people can present themselves outwardly however they want, but again, like she literally didn't care because she was talking with Tom. She's like, I don't care what James is doing. Like, Allie's great, whatever. <laughs> I think that the lies are transparent for the most part. I think that it is really sad to see and super disrespectful to Ariana to this day to even speak on Ariana's name. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? I think she should have done this months ago or just come back to the show. At this point, people are like, oh. <laughs> also, no offense, but the title, like, you are trying to, like, rebrand yourself and growth and learn. Rachel grows rogue. Yeah, we know. You went rogue the second you had you sex b- with Tom. You've been rogue, girl. You've been rogue. <laughs> when were you not rogue? Goes rogue. We shouldn't have gone. Rachel gone rogue. Like, past tense, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I know tenses are hard, but like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't work for me. And hard, no thank you. Disrespectfully, good luck. Disrespectfully. That might be a good place to end our first episode. Yeah. Oh, actually, quick note. What? Um, so we want you guys to send in any problems you're having. It can be about questions. any topic, questions you have for us. If you're you're looking for advice, anything, we set up an email. Mm-hmm. So at or disrespectfully pod at gmail.com yeah that's d-i-s-r-e-s-p-e-c-t-f-u-l-l-y-p-o-d at gmail.com.com you can also find us at disrespectfully pod on tiktok and instagram but please um send in 
any questions, we will continue fielding those. So probably at the bottom of each episode, we'll be going through them. Yeah, we're ready to give you all of our sage advice. <laughs> Listen, it's not going to be it's just from like our own experience. So yeah. we're not experts. We're not uh, licensed. We sure are not. But we are, you know, of a certain age where we've had some experience in life. Sure. have. So there's that. Anyways. We'll see you guys next week. We'll We're so excited to be week. back. Yay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Babe, you're going to see the power of women, like, disrespectfully. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.